Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ and Miami's Levin. Hope you're all safe and well from this channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon to be made with bands. We continue time putting new content on. As always, like saying our channel sponsors untuck it. Check them out in the description below. Today we have another X Hammer, as you can see. Uh, I believe Nigel's our 80th X player we've had on the channel, which is mental because we've only been going for a year, but uh, it's all good. Um, <laughs> it's Mr. Nigel Winterburn. How are you, Nigel? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How's uh, how, how's life treating you at the moment? Um, pretty much like a lot of people, I think. Uh, I've been locked away for far too long, <laughs> uh, but we are surviving. Oh, I think we are very, very lucky where I uh, and the family live. With uh, lots of open spaces, so mm. um, yeah, we can we can just do as we like really without coming into contact with too many people, which has helped. Uh, but also as well, it can get a bit boring, can't it? So, um, <laughs> and I have to admit, I did not enjoy the football last season. Uh, I think it's probably the least amount of games I've watched really uh, yeah. since I retired. Yeah, I just found it was, it's not football, is it? Yeah. For me, supporting uh, your team, having those fans inside the stadium, the atmosphere, the pressure it puts on you, uh, not knowing what's going to happen and how they're going to react is part of the game, and that's yeah. part of why I played. And uh, unfortunately, I found it very, very difficult to watch last season. Hence, don't ask me too much because I haven't got a, bit, a clue of what went on. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Nice. All we need is, is, is West Ham did well, and Arsenal didn't do that well that season. That's it. That's that's basically the synopsis of the season for once. For once, we're very, very fortunate of a good season for us. I know what you mean, though. And actually, with the Euros and stuff, I know we, we don't want to talk about it too much, but um, seeing like fans again in the stadium just you know you saw how much it meant obviously the guys covering the games as well the ex-professionals seeing the fans uh, and hopefully beginning of the season we'll have full capacity back at the london stadium and emirates and all the other grounds so he's hoping he's hoping 
Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm hoping we will, even if it's not full capacity. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's looking like it will be, but uh, yeah, just to get some support back inside will give us some normality and we can, can hopefully move on. Yeah, totally. No, exactly. And yeah, and as I said, it's one of those things where Typically, typically West Ham had quite a good season last season, considering it's typical because there's no bloody fans yes, there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the West Ham way nice. Maybe that's the key. Well, uh, you know what? I, do you know what? There's, there's, there is, there is truth in that. I think I, I've always, you know, I was, I was still there. I was still playing the music and stuff in the grounds. You know, still, you know, still walking out to bubbles and stuff. So still doing that. And I think actually, you're right. I think for some, at some time at the beginning of the season, uh, it wasn't a very enjoyable place. Um, and so no fans there probably helps the team get into the season. But there were certain games where the, the teams would have, the fans would have brought them over the line and we'd yeah. have got a few more points. So, mm. you know, it's good with the bad. But uh, yeah. no, it's all good. And uh, and yeah, not only got five, we've only got five weeks to wait until it kicks off again. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm ready. Can't I'm wait. ready to go. <laughs> You're ready. He double jabbed. Um, Nigel double jabbed. I am double jabbed, although I uh, just got a ping this morning. Oh. Thank you from the NHS. Look, I haven't been near anybody for 18 months. But they... <laughs> so I think they were feeling sorry for me. Just checking said, could, you still, you do, still there. could you do another uh, another another few days? I think uh, I think we've got to, we've got another four days or something to do. So it, oh, it will be dear. yeah, it will be fine. Yeah, we fine. It'll be fine. Anyway, anyway, so so for, for for those maybe sort of younger fans, um obviously, yes, yes, Nigel played five hundred and fifty games for Arsenal and you know, he did win three league titles and you know, cap his cups. But more importantly, he played ninety four times for West Ham. And um and so much so you got to the pinnacle that you retired after Lee, after you you stint at West Ham. You know, that was it. You were at the at the pinnacle of your, your career playing for West Ham. And so uh um <laughs> But 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 I tell you what, it was, I was looking through it, and and or or you said, in other words, I was too old. N- not at all, <laughs> not at all, not at all, Nigel, not at all. Mm. Um, what, by in in terms of the, the the move from from Arsenal to West Ham, you know, what was what was the what was the stepping stones? Because obviously, you know, you, you you played for Arsenal for so many years, won so much. Were, were you looking to leave, or was it if not- a if an offer comes up, or? No, not really. I wasn't. I, I, obviously, I. To be honest with you, I'd always planned to retire at Arsenal. That yeah. was what I was looking to do. Um, and obviously, when uh, Arsene Wenger came in, there was a lot of uncertainty. But I'm, you know, he came in in '96. But yeah. I managed to uh, hang on for four more years. But you know, Arsene Wenger is such a such a great man. Uh, he's very very hard to fall out with. Sure. And even you know, he, I, I had a conversation. Uh, I think it was around uh, Christmas time, um, uh, and '99. I think it, it it was just after, and he was just saying to me that I'm looking to um, start to change things up a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, you probably won't be uh, the number one uh, in your position anymore, but obviously you're you, we, you've still got a huge part to play mm. uh, for for the club, but. Um, Anyway, so we from there on in, it was a case of, you know, how could I handle that? I was very, very lucky in my career. I was used to play at most places I went to. I was playing regular. Yeah. Um, and I, I literally had done about three months at Arsenal when I was playing once every five or six weeks. Silvino had come into the team. Yeah. And literally, I, 
I just couldn't deal with it. The mm. the disappointment of training Monday to Friday, if you like, if you're thinking about it in, in regular terms, mm. and not being selected on a Saturday was yeah. just too much for me. Yeah. Um, so I spoke with Arsene again and said, look, you know, it's not what I wanted, but I think I've still got something to offer. Yeah. Um, so I've got to be honest with you, at the end of the season, I'm going to be looking to, to move. And I think he knew because mm. he just said, look, whatever decision you make, we will we we will help you with uh with that journey and he he was you know he was brilliant all the way through and i sort of let people know that i was potentially going to be going to be moving mm. um and uh, I, west ham came up very very quickly um i love this i love the style of play so um i pretty much knew that I was going to join West Ham provided everything went smoothly. Yeah. And I didn't realise why it wasn't because I thought I was leaving on a free transfer after all my service to Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but they sort of chucked in a bit of the bombshell at the end of the season um, that they wanted me to stay uh, and offered me my biggest contract. I think that I'd ever been offered. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, mm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, yeah, the money's nice, but football is more important to me. I just yeah. couldn't handle once every five or six weeks. Um, no. I already knew what I was, the salary I was getting at West Ham anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'd I'd already agreed that with uh, with Harry, and then we just had to, you know, it's all really sorted, and then we just had to try and work out why all of a sudden Arsenal wanted five hundred thousand yeah. for me. <laughs> I think it was for turning down the contract, if I was honest. <laughs> David D wasn't very happy. No. Uh, but in the end, it all sorted out. And uh, uh, I think West Ham got Conda at 250 grand. But <laughs> not really. <laughs> but, no. I mean, we got, but we got I mean, not, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was. Games but, yeah, that's not a con. That's yeah, no, got. but it was, you know, it was. It, uh, so from my point of view, I was pretty strong on who I was joining straight away, which was 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 you guys. Mm. Um, but there was a couple of little hurdles and a couple of little grenades thrown in the way to try and tempt me to stay. But I, for me, it was more about playing. Yeah. Totally. Um, and, you know, I just I just wanted that opportunity to, to keep pushing yeah. uh, right to the end of my career, really. Yeah, totally. And uh, it's quite refreshing because we see, you know, we see, we see a lot of players, you know, nowadays who aren't that way inclined some people want to be i mean we've we've interviewed quite a lot of the youth team actually around you around your title just before you joined the teams that won the 1999 fa youth cup and a lot of them harry offered them a contract to stay in the squad but they wanted to be first they wanted to play first mm. team and so they they may have dropped down and played for scunthorpe or swansea but they made three four hundred appearances for that and they, they made a career away from west ham that's mm. probably the same from yeah. you from the, from the other other end of the spectrum so to speak and and that's that's I mean, it is about, you know, and it, I think that's, again, that's more of a slightly romantic view of football now. I think I think fans now have that assumption that they all want to play, you know, that all the players want to play. But unfortunately, there's some, the money in the game now, it means that, you know, they will sign a big contract and stay. You know, obviously, West Ham have got an issue with, with Jesse Lingard at the moment. You know, is he going to go back to Man United? Is he going to stay at West Ham? It's like, well... Yeah. You know, clearly, if he goes to West Ham, he's going to be playing first team football. If he goes to Man United, he's not. So, 
you know, it's it's is there's, there's I think there's a, a slight disconnect with with how fans yeah. see. I think to, I think to be fair, you know, you've I think you've got a high majority of players that are playing for the love of the game, and they yeah. know that yeah. actually now if they're at a big club, even in my time, you know, relative wage wise. That uh, if you were successful, you're a big club for long enough. You were going to earn some 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 decent money. But there were those players that would say they got the opportunity. Oh no, I'm just going to take the money. I, you know, I think that's quite a brave mm. uh, thing to say. But from 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 my point of view, it was more about you know wanting to play football. Who I was who I was playing for really. So um, yeah. or I would you know to be to be quite honest with you, I I would have. You know, I'm, I'm quite open and nice about it. My idea was to re- retire at Arsenal, but yeah. I still felt that I had at least another couple of good seasons to go, mm. um, provided I was playing regular because I knew that the training that I needed to do would give me that push for the, for the match day. And once I lost that at Arsenal, yeah. I, uh, I found that very hard, not only in terms of I felt I was losing f- out physically, Mm. Uh, not playing uh, matches week after week, but also mentally it became very, very hard to take. So um, hence why, you know, as soon as the, the uh, West Ham became interested, I mean, it was like, well, well here we go. We can reset the trigger and, uh, yeah. and and start again for me. And one of the, you know, the things I've always said when I joined West Ham was my big, big worry was that, and uh, let's be honest about it, West Ham have taken some players coming towards the end of the career where it hasn't worked. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my 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 big thing was to say that, listen, you're getting everything that I've got, yeah. whether I'm assigned two years, but whether I'm here, here one year, two years or three years, I'm, you know, I'm here to, to, to make sure that uh, I show you that... Uh, I'm not here, you know. I'm not here for the money. I'm I'm here yeah. for the football and 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 trying to give that enjoyment back to people. Yeah, totally. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and totally, Nigel. Uh, and I think also, you know, and obviously being being a guy so synonymous of Arsenal as well, you know, then to but I think because you came in and and you know it was clear that you're not here, for, you weren't there for the paycheck. You know, it was, you you were going to put it in. Then the crowd just took to you. And you know, considering that chicken run, I mean, you've been running up down that chicken run in a red in a red shirt for a, a long time down West Ham, and now you're wearing a claret and blue one. You know, all the guys. I dodged a few bullets while I was. Uh, <laughs> wearing a red shirt yeah let me tell you i never went into that crowd to get the ball out that's for sure <laughs> there were some big guys running down those steps at times yeah yeah, yeah you can you can have the ball just give it me back when you want it's not a problem where's the ball boys, ball boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ball boys were bigger than me <laughs> I know, it's such a, but that's part and parcel of being away. And as you said, you know, with with West Ham, you know, we've we've Upton Park. You know, obviously, you know, you, you went there as I said as an Arsenal player, and now you're as a West Ham player, and so it's a completely different. Mm. You know, it was an intimidating ground, it was, but you know, it was a ground that if you gave your all, they'd give it back to you. And yeah, and, it, was a, you know, it was a good place to play. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, good fun. Good, and and you came into a team that was, you know, really, you know, under Harry. You know, it, it, it was on the up. You know, it was it was a successful team. We had a great, you know, we had guys like yourselves, more sort of, you know, uh, you and Piercy and people like the sort of vet, no disrespect, sort of veteran players. And no, we had yeah, guys definitely. We had, then we had the Joe and Rio and and Sinclair's and and it was a it was a right hodgepodge, a right hodgepodge of 
of and and mm. Andy Canio, of course. Your your mate yeah. was there. My friend um, was there. Yeah. Your friend yeah. Was, was 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 what was the first day like with Paolo walking into training? Well, they, um, the, the lads. Well, I don't know whether it was them or whoever it was who certainly had a sense of humour because they put uh, me and him next to each other to change. Brilliant in the changing room. But to be quite honest with you, listen. I got on well with uh, Paolo. I think he had the same sort of mentality as me. He had a William mentality. He, you know, he liked things to be done right. Um, and if he, uh, and if he didn't, he left the training pitch very, very quickly. Uh, went off in his uh, Ferrari, <laughs> and then we see him again the next day as if nothing had happened. So, um, yeah, I, to be quite honest with you, I got on. I got on very, very well with him. I've seen him a couple of times since I finished, and you know we've had a chat. We've never even mentioned the um, really yeah. the incidents that we had. It's something that passion of the game that we, um, you know, that, uh, that that spilled over in one game. People, you know, I laugh at myself about it. So I'm not, you know, yeah. I couldn't care less if people bring it up. They try to intimidate with me sometimes on social media, but I'm I'm just turning around and say. I'm sitting here laughing at myself, mate. So if you think yeah, you yeah. are going to intimidate me by <laughs> by you know giving me uh, you know a, a few bits on it on social media, you've just got you've just got no chance. So, but we, uh, yeah, we we got on very very well. Yeah, it was uh, as I said. But yeah, it's it's just you, I mean when you look at the team, when you look at the the, the the squad, particularly the one you joined. I mean, obviously, obviously it was you. And then a week later, Big Dave, Big Dave, you know, your Arsenal teammate, old Big Dave Suke signed as well, didn't he? Yeah, so yeah. you know, so <laughs> did you know he was going to sign? No, I, di I didn't know, and um, I suppose I was a little bit surprised because Davon uh, had a bit of an injury, and uh, I think he he really struggled when he. He came to West Ham. His yeah. his ankle was his left ankle in particular wasn't right, and that was his strong side. Yeah, and you could tell that because I used to even watch him in training. And a lot of times, I don't know if you ever you've noticed when you watched him play, he used to flick the ball up a little bit to try and strike it, and that usually is a bit of a sign that you've got can't a bit of a yeah, you've got that can't get that power through. You're trying to yeah. trying to elevate it a bit to get a bit of power, but it, I I didn't know he was coming. Um, <laughs> But yeah, again, he's he's a, he's a terrific guy. Though he's someone great to to have around if if uh, if you know, if you know him. But um, yeah, I don't think he it was uh, probably not as. Uh, successful as we uh, as we wanted it to be, really. No, no, it was one of those. It, it, unfortunately, it was a bit it was a bit of a conveyor belt, um, you know, particularly mm. in the forward positions. I think where yeah. you know we didn't work with him, and and you know we brought a few others and, and stuff like that. And and obviously, you know, that that oh one oh that oh sorry two thousand two thousand and one uh, season was yeah reasonably successful. I mean, I think, I think we finished like fifteenth or something that season. Um, and and but then Harry left, didn't he? He left at sort of the end of May with mm. Glenn sort of taking over. Um, you know, when it went, I mean, obviously you've been under Ven I mean, obviously with Graham and Wenger, you know, when, it, when a manager changes, um, does that put you on edge as a player? Well, I think, I don't know if it puts you on edge. Um, you obviously realise that there are going to be some changes, yeah. but you've just got to be big enough and strong enough. Uh, and I think a lot of players, if I'm honest with you, are very ruthless. They're yeah. all about themselves, although we're sure. playing a team game. They want to be number one in their position. Yeah. And I think when you have a change of manager, you've just got to make sure you're the guy that's in that number one position. Yeah. And then you try and, you know, work with your teammates um, to produce a, a, a successful team. Um, and then you 
listen to the new manager's ideas and you hope that you're going to enjoy yeah. um, the, the, the training method. So there's always a little bit of anxiety there because mm. you're not sure if, uh, particularly with me, I'm not sure what, you know, what Glenn's thinking about me, whether he's looking to replace me, whether he thinks it's too old, whether he thought I shouldn't be joining or sure. so, but you know, you just gotta, you've just gotta try and put in the performances that mm. even if someone has a little doubt about you, that, you 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 change their opinion very quickly. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And obviously, then the following season, we you know, from fifteenth, I think we finished seventh. You know, it was one of our mm. highest ever. ever so it was a, a great season. You yeah. know, and and it was crazy. I was looking back at the scores, and there was like we'd lose seven one, and then draw four all with Charlton. It was like you know there was just oh. it was. A- Weird season, season. A very weird season. Don't know how we finished seventh, but we did. We did finish seventh, and then obviously the last year we went down. And I, I mean, we had David James on a few weeks ago, and we were talking mm. about the differences between, you know, what happened between 01 and 02 and 02. And we had like Sinclair on, we've had low, and no one could put their finger on what happened. No one. No, and it, uh, to be quite honest, for me, it was um, it was a it was a uh, a bad year for me, a yeah. bad season uh, for me. Um, because uh, I broke my wrist in training. Yeah. Um, I, was, I can't remember before Christmas. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that I'd broken it. Um, so, um, but when I was at home, I couldn't do a lot of stuff at home, um, and I realised something was was wrong. So I went, I went back to uh, the specialists and uh, they confirmed that i'd had a break but it it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, mending properly sure so um you know they they said uh, you you know we can't leave it we're gonna have to re-break it and operate yeah. it and pin so i had that done and then uh i wasn't allowed to play because of the cast yeah we were struggling we couldn't win a game at home yeah. and the team we had was unbelievable i think we as well, we'd had a few problems up front. We've got a lot of injuries. I, mean, I think I remember Ian Pierce playing there up front, for a yeah, couple of days. Up, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and uh, it was such a, a weird because at times we'd come out up to part and we were playing well, and the crowd were behind us, but we couldn't get the goal. And then you just knew that someone was going to make an individual error, yeah, yeah. and it just seemed to happen every single game. Yeah. And you just we just got into a bit of a hole. Uh, and then for me, obviously, at that period, I. I you know, I, I was out the team. I wasn't playing. I was waiting for my wrist to heal. And then, uh, personally, I found out my dad was really ill with oh, um, cancer. So, for me, it was I was really caught because I knew we would be in a relegation battle. But yeah. also, um, it was just a though. jolt out of the blue of what happened to yeah. my dad. He was really ill. Um, and to be fair to, to uh, Glenn, I went to see him and just, I basically just said, look, I'm retiring as of now. You know, my, my father's really ill. I just need to give him all that time that I can. Um, but Glenn was brilliant. He just said, look, no, we, you know, we absolutely will support you. So yeah. what I was doing, I was training at home and literally just going in once a week. So I had no idea yeah. of what the, the atmosphere was like. Yeah, so we're yeah, half, yeah. literally just over halfway through the season. I knew we were in trouble, yeah. But I was almost losing touch because what was yeah. happening. Yeah. You know, I was, you know, I was just, I was just wasn't in that, in that, uh, in that right space, and um, no, totally. it was just 
Well, it's just, just you just it's callous as it seems. You've got to get on with it, guys. You've got to, you've got to pull it. So, you know, obviously, I, I, I didn't. Well, West Ham wouldn't let me rip up my contract, um, so I, I, I stayed on. But in essence, I'd left really because yeah. I was training yeah, yeah. at home and I was in once a week. And then obviously, Sir Trevor came in, um, and then we, uh, you know, and, and did remarkable really. And then we you know, we got Paolo back into the team. He'd fallen out um, uh, with, with Glenn, but just that, you know, that final push at the end of uh, you know at the end of the season just wasn't enough. And I've always said to this day, if you go back and look at the results. The crucial everyone looks at it, and for me, the crucial game was we lost two nil. I think it was at Bolton away. Yes, yeah, yeah. And a draw that game in essence probably. Would you look at the results that just pushed them three points further ahead yeah. of us? And that for me, that was the game. Well, I think we needed that game was to come away with at least a draw, and I genuinely still believe now that um, you know we 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 would have stayed up. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's one of those things, isn't it? Looking back at it, as you say, but, you know, you, you're totally right, Nigel. You know, you sort of, you know, I mean, to, to us, a very similar thing happened to my wife. Uh, with her dad and so yes she 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 was not part-time but she was over in the states and she came and mm. lived in the uk because he, he had he had cancer and stuff so it's the same i can i can totally vouch for for how uh how you must have felt it's all split loyalties yeah it's 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 your, it's your career but it's your dad and yeah it's and with everything going else as you know and everything else it's just a it was just a, a horrible season particularly being your last season as well um yeah i mean football. it was it, it it was weird because i hadn't planned it to be my last season because i if, i don't know whether you knew i'd i'd signed two years for west yeah, two ham. years first and then you were... yeah yeah so I'd, I'd i'd finished and west ham were not renewing my contract yeah it was bizarre and i'd gone away and then um you know i i i, I just got a call one day i can't even it wasn't even straight after the season it was, i think it was like a couple of weeks after um and steve kutner who did a bit of work for me he said oh like west ham had just been in contact they want to re-sign you i was like well they just let me go like <laughs> it was like what the heck's going on he said so i said okay well what's the situation he said well we've got a bit of a problem he says oh well what's the problem it's like well they want to offer you 60 percent less wages than <laughs> they gave you last year <laughs> so I was like, oh, look, listen, I'd love to, I'd love to, uh, you know, I'd love to carry on and give it a, uh, give it another go. So, um, and I said, anyway, Steve, look, sort the deal out and uh, just don't call me uh, in the next couple of hours because I'm in the middle of playing golf. <laughs> so I said, just, just wait, you know, wait for a couple of hours and then just give me a call back if you've sorted the deal out and just let me know what it is. So. <laughs> absolutely called me back and he said i've i've agreed to uh, uh um i've got agreed your contract for you but i think i better tell you what it is because i had no idea what the contract <laughs> was so um yeah so he said to me so um yeah it's uh 60 it is 60 percent less so when he told me what it was i was like well, that's a bit of a difference isn't it <laughs> and he was like yeah yeah so he said but we did manage to get some sort of bonuses in there if you know if you were if you were playing so yeah. i was like well i just you know you've agreed it now so yeah too late let's just now, sign yeah. it with it but that was you know obviously that was the the third year in, in essence looking back now probably i you know it's 
just the way everything happened and yeah it, it probably would have been better for me as if it had all gone flat on its face because i wouldn't have had to be um been torn between two things obviously for yeah. me my family was the most important thing but seeing west ham struggle made it so much uh so much harder because you mm. feel that you're not part of it and you can't even if you're not playing well at least you have a chance to do something yeah when you're on the outside looking in the frustration just grows even more because you know you're not in that situation but uh, yeah so i did the tweet and to be quite honest with you um i think looking back now i probably would have gone again and done another year had wow. had it not been for the, the circumstances because i was feeling so good mm -hmm. uh, and i was not nearly come 39 nearly 40 when yeah. uh, in that final year but I wouldn't have had any qualms if I was on with you. Premier League was would have been too much, but I, I would have had no qualms about dropping down into the into the Championship uh, and playing just because I, I I love playing. But I just lost the love of playing football. It was just yeah. bizarre. It just went after everything that I'd done, and my mom and dad followed me everywhere, nearly every single game. It's just as if it was just it, I just wiped it away. Yeah. Um, and I just wasn't interested. It was such a weird, such a weird feeling. Yeah. Well, it makes. I mean, to be honest, it was it, that was it was su such an emotional. He said, you know, you, you tear, you know, between a rock and a hard place, and and yeah, that's that hasn't happened before much in your career. So it was, you know, and as you said, it, one of those things. Hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? You know, we all we all look at hindsight and go, oh, oh yeah, 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 exactly. And but you know, it, it's. For for me, I just think that you know you was you I mean you you and Piercy together, you know the two of you. It was just such a, you know, I, it was so exciting because you know we'd seen you guys play, you know, hundreds of games for other clubs, and you know that now you were playing for us and you were giving it your all, and 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 we knew that, and you know, and that's and to be no. a to be to be associated with a club, to be a, be a you know accepted by fans, it's not hard, is it? You just got to put a shift in and have a go, you know, try and you guys bloody did it and that's why we loved you um and in terms of your your you know throughout your career someone because some of my members in, on the channel they they send some questions in and one guy always asks the same bloody question all the time <laughs> but for different positions who was your toughest opponent in all your career do you know what people i got asked this question yesterday oh did they uh, okay. and i had to you know i always have to say to them what do you mean by tough because yeah. tough to me is ability Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ability. It's, yeah, it's not like how hard are they? I'm not interested. No, 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 no. I'm not interested in all that. No, no, um, no. Uh, but my toughest opponent ever in terms of ability was Luis Figo when he played wow. for Barcelona. Wow. Boy, oh boy, he was, <laughs> <laughs> he was some player. Yeah. Uh, and a few, uh, what is it now? It's got maybe four years ago. We, uh, Arsenal, I'm talking about now, we played in a, vets two yep. two vets games against real madrid home and home and away for for charity uh and in the first game in in the uh bernabeu he he played yeah. uh, he's a lot younger than i am and uh i thought it was a friendly and he, <laughs> he tried to run me down the wing and do a step over and drop his shoulder in the first couple of minutes and i'm thinking this ain't no friendly uh, <laughs> So I had to, the second opportunity I got, I had to go in with a sliding challenge. <laughs> and I hope that he uh, took the hint and went the other side to pitch, which he, he duly obliged. So I was very happy. <laughs> it, it was just, he was just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, in terms of his, how strength, strong he was, 
wasn't sort of lightning quick, yeah. but he was powerful and just the way he shielded the ball and moved the ball. Oh, boy, oh boy, he was. Such yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, such a such a such a such a great player. But then a lot of the players again, if you look at the Premier League, you know, a lot of I played against some fabulous. Uh, you know, I played against Kinchelski at Manchester United. Yes. You know, Beckham was a different type of player because he used to go into positions where, really, as a left back, you couldn't go and mark him. So he was yeah. quite intelligent in positions. He never really came up right against you uh, as as a winger was. And obviously, not being overly quick uh, myself, I didn't like those fast little devils. <laughs> uh, used to try and knock the ball past and run you, but. Um, you know, back in back in our day, you used to be able to get the first one free, as they said. You yeah. used to be able to ask yeah, the yeah. referee. <laughs> so it always helped. <laughs> well, so then you know, let's be fair, Julian Dix was a master of well, that anyway. Let's say so, Julian Dix, Thomas Repka, people like that, you know, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think how don't know how many games they'll play under VAR rules now, but yeah, it's uh Different, different day, different game. Then, different game. Then you can't, you, you can't tackle nowadays. You can't tackle. No, you, no, you can't. No, no. Yeah, no. Over, I, I think I could have got booked a lot for over aggressive tackling. Over aggressive. I'm not tackling, even sure what that even means. <laughs> yes, your honour. Over aggressive. I was over. We had a. We interviewed a, a Michael Hughes um, from West Ham player and played for. Wimbledon and Palace and, and and we're talking about the game. He says, "Do you know what, Russ? I know people like a lot of the." The, the 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 older players would say you know they couldn't play in today's game i'd love it because no one could tackle me yeah. i wouldn't be scared like if, like you know if someone like yourself you know it, i wouldn't uh, be worried that nigel was going to be running behind me or or thomas Rett or someone you know like as yeah. a, a bender I, yeah, you know you i can't, can't tackle I from behind that. no you can't uh, tackle so that, that was that was half of my my worry when i got the ball not what i was going to do with it but how far yeah. the fallback was behind me so um yeah game's totally different now yeah, yeah totally it is different. different and what a lot of people forget is conditions of the pitches Yes, you know, I think you know the game was a lot slower. You knew a lot of the time that your winger or your your forward was going to take a touch, whereas now they can they can let it run and they can put it round the corner. Mm. Pretty sure because the ball's moving quickly on the on the surface, whereas it gives defenders the opportunity to get close to your to your wingers because you knew really they weren't going to take it first time. Yeah, it's just the surfaces. Some of them were just so. Once you got to Christmas, they were just. Just like a pudding, wasn't it? It was just, yeah, it's yeah. just ridiculous. And it, but it's like, yeah, I'd love to, but it's like, you know, where I mean, we we've obviously interviewed lots of lots of players from, you know, in sort of the, you know, from boys of '86 and and the guy and you know guys in the '60s and stuff, and they talk about the pitches and and then they talk about people like Trevor Brookin and and what would they do and Liam Brady's and what would they do on mm. the bowling greens of London Stadium and, and Emirates and Old Trafford. Yeah. It's it's so true. But the flip side, what would Messi do? On on, a, on an Upton Park December pitch, you know, in yeah. the in the 80s, I would like to see that one try, but uh, no, it's uh, it's a different game now. But yeah, it is. Yeah, it's totally different, man. Um, right, okay. So as I said, everyone we get on the channel, um, apart from Harry, actually, Harry didn't do an eleven. He got out of it, and a few others. Um, we put together an eleven of of the players that you played with during your time at West Ham. As I said, 94 uh, first team appearances, three seasons, some great players. 
great players and some not so great players as well to be honest as well that time as well, well can um, we put them in as well you can put them if you want to if you enjoy play if you enjoy play with them you can put javier margas in if you want to um god bless him or, or hayden fox or yeah you had a few of them to be honest looking through it bless him um so we try and put together an 11 of the players you played with and it doesn't have to be the best it could be the ones you enjoy playing with it doesn't really matter much it's all a bit of fun it's all a bit of fun and we get the fans to do it as well and i think we're knocking about 400 interviews so far which is great so um Let's start. We'll start off between the sticks. You had some some good goalkeepers you you played under on when you were at West Ham. Uh, who would you pick in the Winterburn eleven? Uh, for West Ham? I think it's got to be uh, really uh, Shaka Hislop. Oh, love Shaka. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you spoke, but David James was there uh, as well. But um, Shaka's just well, it's just a likable guy, isn't he? So cool, isn't he? Just, just yeah, so he's cool. just yeah, he's a dude. Yeah, he's, uh, he's you know, and, uh, he. I really, you know, I really liked. Him. I respected him as well. He's good, a good, good goalkeeper as well. Mm. So, you know, I had a, I had a little think about it and had a little sneak back because I had to sort of remind myself, make sure some of the players I was thinking about, I actually did make half an appearance with them before, even <laughs> or he, you know, even got say that. five you minutes say, with them. But you um, say that we talk about David James, right? We talk about JMO. JMO did his eleven. Da, 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 da. See you later, Rush. Yeah, da, da, da. the next day he was filming at West Ham, and I knew some of the guys he was filming with. And and they texted me, and they said oh, they were talking about, oh yeah, yeah, you went on Rushy's show, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. He went, and he's in for, he went for his eleven with I think I think Colton Cole was doing it, and da, 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 up front, da, 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 da. he went. Oh, David, you didn't uh, you didn't pick Paolo Di Canio? He went, what? I didn't pick Paolo Di Canio. I think you do because I think, so I'm sure that there's going to be, when I name the, this team that I've uh, picked, that someone's going to say, but what about, but what about, but what about? It, it, does, it makes no difference because actually it's just that I forgot about them. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're not any good. <laughs> It's, it's, it's funny. How many games did you play in your career, Nigel? So you know, it's, it's fair enough when you forget a few people. I forget a few. Know. I get do. I do forget a few people as well. Let me tell you, that's. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's are you one of these people? Yeah. Are you one of these guys who who remembers? I mean, I've, I've interviewed people like Tony Cotty. He remembers every game he's played. You know, and every. Do you do you remember all the games? Do you remember or just you have certain highlights? Of, uh, you know, the good ones. I remember. Good ones. <laughs> The good ones or the bad ones, not the ones in the middle. Well, I've got a small piece of paper, so here's the good ones. <laughs> uh, but um, oh, no, I, I remember some stuff, and I do yeah. occasionally, if I'm honest with you, I do get, get the books out and go back through some of the years and yeah. have a have a little look about uh, uh, what what happened. But um, I, I got to admit, I haven't done a lot of research for this one, so I had a I had a quick think about. I, Literally, this team I picked was my first thought, and then someone really? might turn up. I, I'm pretty sure I played with all of them, at least oh, yeah. even if it was for only five minutes. But someone's going to say, "No, no, he's already well, gone." You... But it doesn't matter because he doesn't played for matter. West Ham, and it, I liked him. So that's it, Nigel. As long as you're here, yeah, so it, it doesn't matter. The only one thing I can guarantee with you with this eleven is they were certainly all at West Ham. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so we got Billy, we got Billy Bonds, Bob, Bobby Moore, yeah, yeah. Bush, them. <laughs> right? Okay, who's gonna be your We're, first? Who's, who's your first defender then? Nice, go on. Who's right, your first I'll defender? go straight. I'm gonna name my back players and you can go talk then. about them a little bit if you want. So go I'm on. gonna go, uh, Sebastian Shem. Oh, I, I love Sebastian, uh, He's lovely. There you go. See, that's a surprise for you already. I can tell you, look on your face, 
Thomas I know, I Oh, this is, this is going to be good. Stuart Pearce. Stuart yeah. Pearce. And then, obviously, as I'm picking my team, I've got to put myself in it. Else, why would I pick these guys? So I've you got to put, put yourself in. in. <laughs> and if Pearcey wants to go left back, then I've never played centre half, but Potsy gave it a go, didn't he? And he was he was uh, little, so we could have he a little did. switch around in the modern game. We could switch around quite easy because that's what you're allowed to do. But uh, no, yeah. so I've got Shemmel, Repka, Pierce, and myself. Nice, nice, um, nice. Reason, reason yes. I picked. I mean, Thomas was just Thomas Repka was just an animal, wasn't he? Let's be, yes. <laughs> let's be fair. Let's be I always yes. used to remember him. I used to follow him out of training. He had this darkened glass in his car. You used to see the window down a little bit and the smoke steam coming out the windows. <laughs> uh, so it always used to make me laugh uh, when, I, when I used to see him. Piercy just speaks for himself because he's just yeah. iconic. Everything yeah. that, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, his reputation, what he... Uh, uh, what he what he achieves. So um, yeah, that's my that's yeah, my nice. back that's, that's my a, back four. That's a tough so, back four. Um, there's probably yeah, yeah. there's probably oh, a few people will will disagree. I kind of Glenn uh, Glenn Johnson, but was very very young. But only played okay, yeah, yeah uh, Stevie Potts. You know, I could have played him, but he didn't really play much when I no, when end. I came. But yeah, love, yeah love, lovely guy. So I think yeah. that my, if I'm honest with you, that my hardest was that back four. I didn't yeah. know. I wasn't quite sure uh, what to pick. The rest well, of it, the rest of it for me is so easy. Good. Uh, well, Sebastian. I mean, is... Sebastian's lovely. We had Sebastian on a couple of weeks ago. He's and he he is. I like. Oh, honestly, he's crazy. He's got yeah. um. He he's has got a, a. He's got a, a restaurant. Co- yeah, a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Called Upton Park. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah. love it. And he's got a tattoo. His first season was oh. he was insane. And then yeah. I don't know what happened the second season because. He used to Cut disappear me. for weeks. Where you been? It's just like, oh, well, I've just been home for a few weeks. It's like, well, we've got games going on here. <laughs> well, he did. He said, he said to me, he went, I said, because you had the hair, you had the Alice band. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then Trevor Sinclair scored uh, the game against uh, in, in Boxing Day. And I said he could cut my hair. So it was him and Thomas Repka, and I think Rio, they were all cutting my hair. And then I was shit for the rest of my West Ham career. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. Fair enough, Seb. It was like Samson. <laughs> Samson Delilah, bless him. Right, okay. For that, that one, yeah. yeah. Midfield. Midfield, go on then, man. Carrick, Cole, Lampard. Oh, Carrick Cole Lampard. Oh, nice. I mean, uh, just, I mean, also for what these, I mean, Joe Cole, let me tell you, I was um, sensational. He had a few injuries at West Ham. Yeah. Um, while I was there and uh, it's just huge. I just love playing with him and watching him play. Yeah, you know, just he wanted to, to dominate the, uh, the football. Yeah. And then Michael Carrick and Frank Lampard, I mean, just even what they, went on after if you like to achieve uh for me it was a it was a pleasure for to play with those guys for a short period of time sure and, and, uh, as, but, and as a as a, prof- as a professional uh, you know and as obviously you know not, not just not just west ham i think we, 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 we arsenal hat on as well you know when you're doing trading and you know these young whippersnappers turn up um you know these youngsters i mean joe was just cracked getting into the side mm-hmm. and you know do you look at oh, he's, this guy's got something? This guy's going to be because obviously there'll be people that have, have trained with you that we changed with the first team at Arsenal and West Ham, and we're, and you're thinking, no, nah, he's not going to make it. But some people just, yeah, this guy's this guy's mustard. This guy's going to be good. Yeah, I think so. I think with uh, with with Joe, I always 
felt that because he'd been hyped for a, a long, long yeah. time. I think the one thing that even then, back then, was slightly concerning was the injuries that he he had picked up, and you know, you just worry that. It's not only that, you know, the expectation of what people are expecting from you is you're missing training, you're missing vital, not only you're missing gains, but you're missing training, which is the important part uh, uh, as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, um, you know, if I think if uh, you could have that midfield, oh, I don't yeah. think too many people would would be too disappointed, no. would they? No, 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 not at all, not at all, <laughs> not a bad, not a bad midfield <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, isn't it? You think you think that you know that was that's practically sort of we had we had Tony Carr a while ago doing his my hammers eleven, and yeah. obviously he was he brought through a lot of these players and he did his eleven, which turned out to be pretty much the the World Cup twenty ten squad because including yeah. John Terry who, who came through the academy and Rio and Glenn and da 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 da, which is ridiculous, honestly, just re absolutely ridiculous the 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 plethora of, of of talent we had coming through at the same time as well, you know all that. Yeah. You said Glenn Johnson as well and people like that, mental. Um, yeah. Right, so put those three in. Uh, yeah. who's, who's, who's your front three? Uh, so TT Kamara, yep, Diawara. <laughs> <laughs> I always typed in, I always typed in TT, oh, uh, that poor TT, Decanio, yeah, Canuti, and Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, you got me going on TT. Well, TT, I thought, well, mate, well, okay, maybe he was a nice bloke, uh, and then when you said. <laughs> When he did DOR, I was like, nah, he's, having, he's, he's putting my plonk now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Decanio, Canuti, and Sinclair. Oh, I love crazy. playing with uh, Trevor. Um, he's man. so much energy. Great, great, uh, a great guy as well. Just, uh, yeah, he, and uh, he had great legs that to, could cover me in the left back position plenty, plenty of times as well. So uh, that was all right. So um, I, was, I was quite happy with that. But yeah, so as as I said, Joe, I think for me the the six from midfield, three in midfield, three up front was so easy yeah. to pick. I did pick uh, obviously we've got Jermaine Defoe, but he was just a young boy coming to starting, yeah, just starting then. So you know, I could have easily put could have easily put him in there with if he wanted if I wanted to say well, what he's achieved going, you know, if you knew what he was going to achieve, I could easily put him in there. Yeah. But Freddie Canuti was. Such a great player, you know, so strong and powerful. I, I felt he should have maybe achieved a little bit more than he did. He had all the attributes yeah. of, a, a, of, of that centre-forward type at that time. Mobile, he was quick, could mm -hmm. hold the ball up. And at times you didn't quite know uh, what he was going to do. And then obviously uh, with, with Paolo, uh, you know, you knew that if he gave you the ball, he wanted it back within less than half a second <laughs> <laughs> because he wanted to entertain. So he always knew that he was only giving you the ball to get it back. Yeah. But no, it, it, I mean, his, 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 his quality just, to be yeah. honest with you, it just spoke for itself. So those, uh, that's my team. Those guys were, uh, were just so easy to, to pick, really. Oh, yeah. So, Good team. It, Good team. So I, I would like to say, if I was the manager, that I would be saying, uh, look, guys, I think we need to be on the front foot as much as possible. 
yeah, let's just let's just yeah play play attacking, and we could see a lot of those. You know, that season we had like four fours, and we'd we lost. I think we lost seven one to Blackburn away, and then we turned over a derby four. You know, so that that team would pretty much do that to be honest. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a good team, man. That's a good team, Nigel. It's well, not bad. It's not, but it's not, not bad, bad for a for, for a. For a little stab in the dark, it's not. I'd be quite happy to to send that team out and see how it got on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I said forty five minutes, forty five minutes, forty six minutes. I, I, tell, I did say forty five minutes. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your for your time, man. I really, really appreciate it. Not really a problem at all. Uh, great fun. Thank, thank you very much. Cheers, Nigel. And thank don't you. Dis, don't diss Titi Kamara. Do you know what him and him and Rigobert's song? Rigobert's you know, that song, was, that yeah. was the Rio, the Rio money. I never forget Rio. Harry for uh, buying Rigobert's song in the morning of the. I think it was the quarterfinals, and he played him, and he Good made thing. two errors, and oh. we got beat. I can't remember. I think it was Sheffield Wednesday or somebody like that. Have a look in your history books and have a look. Yeah. I never forgive Harry for doing that. Bought him <laughs> and put him straight in the team. Unbelievable. And we lost. But that was, but that was Harry, oh. wasn't it? That was Harry. <coughs> Yeah, good anyway, feeling. Yeah, <laughs> he had a feeling, and sometimes yeah. they paid off, sometimes didn't. Anyway, for myself and for Nigel, take care, everyone. Stay safe, wash those hands, come in your irons, and I'll see you again very, very soon. Cheers, everyone. Bye bye. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.